Okay, so you finished The Princess Witch, obviously. Obviously. You've yes. watched it for the 45th time. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? Well, um, probably I'm going to do a 180. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go with Bird Box, which Bird is Box. just like The Princess Witch if The Princess Witch were a thriller starring Sandra Bullock and only one Sandra Bullock about a, an apocalyptic event where you have to shut your eyes or else like the things that you see will make you want to take your own life. I love a balanced diet. I know. Sometimes you need like a very holiday fluff. Sometimes you need like a thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Starring a cast, Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rhodes. Well, you know Sandra Bullock. Trevante yeah. Rhodes, star of Moonlight. Uh, Sarah Paulson, Miss Sarah Paulson, Twitter queen. Did you see yeah. her say no to being the Oscar host on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, she's a meme now. No. Yeah, no. she's a meme. I love no. that she's a meme. No. John Malkovich. And it was directed by Academy Award winner Susanna Beer. Nice. So we got a lot of Academy Award winners in this thing. And it's great. And once you're done, just watch Princess Witch again. Just just make a nice Princess Witch sandwich of this. Watch the new film Bird Box right now on Netflix. Imagine a workplace with no distractions or disruptions. No endless searching to find the latest version. No constantly switching between apps. Now imagine a place where everything just flows. Okay, this is... A Dropbox ad, Lindsay. Can you tell this is a Dropbox ad? Well, everything is flowing. It's talking about a workplace, right? Never heard of one. (laughs) We are a workplace. I wanted to point this out. This is a very official sounding ad, but we are a workplace. I'm a small business. And when we share files that might be Rita Ora tracks, and we share documents that might be like things filled with Malin Ackerman like headlines, (laughs) it's still a workplace and we need something that just flows to make it efficient and good. And that's why we like Dropbox. Yeah, we have to share big files. We need access. I got to ping Bobby and be like, hey, can you take a look at this? He's like, hey, Mm -hmm. can you take a look at this? I love saying, can you take a look at this, by the way. That is the most efficient thing. Dropbox is building a home for all of your team's work and the conversation around it with a suite of tools that maximizes inspiration and minimizes distraction. That sounds like it's for like only highbrow businesses, but it's for every sort of business, every sort of team, every sort of workplace. And that includes Who Weekly, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Ask our accountant. When teams are in flow, everything just clicks. Visit dropbox.com slash flow. Dropbox, keep teams flowing. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a quote I read. Oh, yeah. You can't just start. (laughs) I don't know if it's actually, I'm worried that like yesterday when I saw it, I laughed out loud. And now I revisited it this morning, and I still think it's funny. I just hope it's actually funny. This is a quote that I read yesterday, and um, I just want to read it and see if Lindsay can guess who said it. Quote, I find that I really love everything about film and filmmaking. I just really love movies, whether TV or anything that's dealing with film. What? (laughs) And then then later on, and then later on, it's just like me talking about movies. Later on. I love Christmas movies. Holiday time makes me feel happy and festive and excited. I got a three-picture deal at Lifetime, and I thought a Christmas movie would be the perfect way to come out and introduce it. Do you know who this is? I mean, it could be one of like 45,000 actors. And then it says, longtime fans shouldn't be worried that she's swapping music for movies. Why? Quote, because I love it so much. It's my favorite thing to do performing but i want to revisit this one again i find that i really love everything about film and filmmaking i just really love movies whether tv or anything that's dealing with film so she just likes she likes physical like film like she likes film well she just likes yeah she likes likes film film. i mean these are shot on video but that's okay there's no film involved i understand nothing is shot really on film that this person is doing yeah, but this she's like, I love, I just love that she had to correct herself where she says, I love film, whether it's on TV or film, I love film. Who okay, is this who person? Is the, 
is it like Lacey Chabert or like Candace Cameron? No, she's, no, she's the they're they're old pros. This this woman is new to the game. She's a multi platinum singer. Oh, is it Tony Braxton? It's Tony Braxton. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> Tony Braxton. <laughs> The party's over. So I want to see everyone back here tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's Christmas. Not anymore. I could, well, because she was like, I love music, like my first love, but then I also love film and TV. It's like, but are you going to, are you going to quit doing music? Oh no, because I love music, but I also love film and I yeah. love TV. Anything Same. that's film and music. Same. Me on my dating app. <laughs> <laughs> I love film. I love TV. I love music. I love books. I love travel. Everything that she's discussing in this story is speaking about she's speaking about it as though she's never done it before but she's having to pretend that she's an expert here's another line but not only is she working hard in front of the camera she's putting in sweat equity behind it sweat, sweat equity. equity is that's not how sweat equity works <laughs> <laughs> sweat that uh, honey that's not how sweat equity works she's, putting in sweat she's not getting equity no, stop 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 Okay, Braxton serves as an executive producer on the movie. She said she, quote, got a little taste of executive producing over the years, but, quote, now that I've bitten the apple, I want the whole thing. I'm I'm sorry, sorry, that sounds like you fucking up an idiom. (laughs) Wait, I fucked one up the other day at a party. I bit the apple and now I want the whole apple. Um, I said pulling my arm to someone and I laughed and he just stood there and then he goes pulling your leg and I was like oh no <laughs> you so you were like you pull on my arm I said yeah I said something <laughs> like that and then he was like what <laughs> I feel drunk oh my god it's and then I am. said oh I do that all the <sighs> time and he was like what <laughs> pull on my arm and then I had to like now leave. that I've bitten the apple I want the whole thing I love film <laughs> Is that an idiom? Is that a thing? I've never heard that. It might be, but it definitely sounds like something I would say. Also, like, things that are addictive. Like, I feel like that phrase would work with, like, a a sweet, like, something more, like, a a more guilty pleasure. Something, like, that's bad for you and addictive. Well, the apple, the point of the apple is because it's it's from the Garden of Eden. The apple is knowledge. Oh. So if it were to be an authentic idiom, I think that would be the purpose of the apple versus, you're right, a Reese's peanut butter cup Like I may as well because I've like, already had the yeah, I had a nibble I've already had the, the thing apple. I shouldn't have had. Yeah. yeah. Now I want the whole thing. Again, we don't know whether this it's is It's sort of like you're already wet. May as well go swimming. <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, it's like we're already wet. We're going to go. It's in the Liz Fair song, Why Can't I? The one that everyone hates. That I'm like, I like that song. And you're like over here quoting it being like her most iconic work. A very embarrassing Liz Fair story is that's the that's the first Liz Fair song I was familiar with, like in what middle school? <laughs> I'm not surprised. High school, and I was like, "Yo, Liz Fair bangs," and I <laughs> and no, I stop. And I listened to like I went to like a Borders and was like or something, and I was like, "Ooh, an old Liz Fair album," and it was probably Exile in Guyville, and I was like, "I don't like this." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <it's> full- <laughs> I was like, no, not like, for why me. Why does it sound like, why can't I? <laughs> not for me. I like, why can't I? I? I like this era. You're like a Soak Up the Sun Sheryl Crow fan. You're just like, only Soak no, Up the Sun. Like, I don't like her baby as well. Well, I liked all of them. I liked, I mean, I was familiar with Sheryl Crow from the I understand beginning. that, but, but, but that fully, is equivalence. That is humiliating. No, it's very, it's like, but it's true. It's my truth. Be 
the same. We're starting off on a dark note. That wasn't dark. I mean, all of that was a dark. flat minor. <laughs> oh. I was thinking for this dark segment, which we are just calling... I think what should happen is we should each take a yikes and you get 30 seconds to explain what happened. And the other person at the end just goes, yikes. When have I ever been able to express myself I understand, but I just can't have any of us speaking for longer than 30 seconds to a minute on any of these topics. But I opened up my stopwatch. Want me to start with Michael Weatherly? Uh, Yeah. So you get 30 seconds on the clock. I should, this should be easy. One, two, three, start. So Eliza Dushku, uh, known who we've talked about her in the past, recently was awarded like $9 million because she accused the guy, the star of Bull, CBS's Bull, Michael Weatherly, of sexual harassment, sexual misconduct. CBS tried to sweep it under the rug. New York Times found the, like, the investigation from CBS. And basically she was, like, fully mistreated by this guy. Uh, She got $9 million for it. They wrote her out of the show because she complained about him. And then... Uh, now all of his co-workers, because this is what happens now, the co-stars are like, well, he was always nice to me, including Pauly Perrette. Um, I think that's it, right? Are we done? Yikes. 36 seconds? Yikes, 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 yikes. Yikes. It's a big yikes. Um, number one, Hollywood, when your co-star is accused of sexual don't misconduct. Don't defend. Don't just, defend him. Just. Ugh, I feel like you left me with the two the two ones that suck. Um, hold on. Oof. Okay, here we go. 30 minutes on the clock. 30 seconds, please. 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh. 30 minutes. <clears throat> we could. Okay, here's segment two of yikes, 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 okay. part two. Count me down. two, three, go. Okay, so Wow and her now estranged husband, Roger, we thought they were like a cute couple. We really thought wrong. Basically, what turns out is that he was, you know, they got a separation. He was like, I want her back. I'm trying to get her back. She really didn't say anything. She kind of implied stuff, but didn't actually say anything. Mm-hmm. So well, one night, uh, he claims that she was going to call the cops on him. So instead, he calls the cops on himself. Very strange. In the middle of the night, gets in a mm-hmm. cop car, makes like four to seven Instagram videos in the cop car. He's like, this is the truth. I'll tell the truth, blah, blah. Very uncomfortable. Very weird. Then Snooki somehow gets like security footage from inside their house and posts like a nest it. Cam. I'm very unclear what's happening in the footage, but she's claiming that like everyone's being mad to mean to Jenny on Instagram and on social media and, and like they don't know the truth. So now it's like his truth versus her truth. No one knows the truth. Their kid was recently diagnosed with autism. So there's just like a lot happening in this household. Uh, mm-hmm. And he claims that she's lying about him. She claims like she's whatever. It's like a mess. Okay, time. That was 58 seconds. Not bad. Oh, that was so long. But that was a lot. That was a Could lot. Could have done it in 30. Yikes, 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 yikes. One, two, three. Nicki Minaj, who is still really upset that Queen flopped and that no one cares about her anymore, um, <laughs> is tr- lashing out in a new way by dating a terrible person who has been accused of rape, who was... Um, I mean, was he convicted, accused of manslaughter? Like, basically, this guy probably He's, raped someone. He and was he convicted probably of something because he was someone. in jail. Yeah. He is a registered sex offender. He is, like, deeply violent. Like, his prison records show that, like, he was just, like, so terrible in prison. Like, they had to keep him in solitary confinement. They, like, wouldn't let him into the um, recreation yard. Like, he just behaves badly. And Nikki is flaunting her relationship with this guy. Just, like, she is very because it's nikki she's not stupid she's pretending like she's oblivious about this guy's past but like she's really just being like look look at me i'm dating this terrible guy like fuck all of you like she has a she has a motive here and i don't know what that is but whatever it is it's darkness she's dating a terrible person that's the end 59 seconds <laughs> took you 59 I mean, seconds to say nikki she's not. dating a terrible person yeah and no, it's just like terrible he's terrible it's just like truly 
He's it's, terrible. It's the most I just fucked keep thinking up. It's of, the most fucked up way into publicity. Like she's done it all, but I mean, this I just keep thinking really, of that Chung Lee line where she's like, "You want to make me the bad guy?" And it's like, "You're doing it yourself." She's flailing. She's flailing. Okay, I can segue this into the Pete and Ariana thirty second update. Okay. I'll God, I hate God. this. Thirty seconds. I We're hate doing this. a minute. One, two, three, go. Okay, so the reason why it's connected to Nicki Minaj because she tweeted uh, after Kanye tweeted after Pete Davidson tweeted essentially what happened was Kanye was tweeting about mental health, uh, but he also was kind of starting a fight with Drake. So there are two separate things happening. Ariana Grande made like kind of a joke tweet that was like, the boys are fighting, like can we just promote our singles, blah, blah, blah. Like listen to our songs, me and Miley. And then Kanye was like, I know you didn't mean it, but like you're insulting my mental health, which is insane because them him fighting with Drake has nothing to do with his mental health. Ugh. And then like Pete Davidson tweets like in in support of Kanye like people aren't talking about mental health meanwhile like Ariana responds like oh I didn't mean to like offend da 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 of course like then I don't know if this happened before or after but T- Pete Davidson posts like a worrying kind of suicidal notes app note on his mm-hmm. Instagram deletes his Instagram everyone's like oh my god and then Ariana's like I'm waiting downstairs like if you need me blah blah so it's just like this huge mess and like that's where we're at essentially he's like there's too much bullying blah 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 Nikki was being obnoxious about it. Nikki was Nikki, like yeah. Nikki indirectly blamed Ariana for Pete's which is weird because Nikki and Ariana are, are supposed to be friends. I mean, they've worked yeah. on many songs together. They've talked about being friends. So it was a weird – everyone feels attacked by everyone else's fans and the people on the internet. Mm-hmm. And so everyone is so kind of hyper aware about standom and how bad it is. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you know, And it is bad, but it's just – you are in a bubble of your own creation, which is like your fans, and you only see what they reflect on to you. The best statement that I've seen about it, as exhausting as and as like insincere as the Cardi slash Offset stuff is, Nikki's response to it, like her Instagram video about it, about bullying generally, and like you mean Cardi's mean, response? Cardi, sorry, Cardi's response to the way people were bullying her, the way people were bullying Offset, is one of the best I've seen. Like, she's just very good at distilling everything down into, like, 60 seconds in the way we are not. She was like, you bullying someone that I'm, like, having drama with doesn't make it any better. It makes it worse. So just, like, because I'm having issues doesn't mean you all should get involved. That's not how this works. I just don't like that bashing online thing. Just earlier, you just saw how Pete Davidson was talking about how he don't even want to be on this earth because... Mad people be coming at him every single day. I wouldn't want my baby father to have that feeling because of millions of people be bashing him every day. That's a nasty feeling, and I wouldn't want that. Right. And I mean, of course, there are questions that follow this, which are like, you know, you put yourself out there, blah, She's blah, blah. She's not weaponizing like, her fan base like Nikki has yes. done in the past. I think that's the difference. She's not doing it directly, and also when her fan base does go on the offense, she tries, tries to rein them in. But it's more just like a more clear and concise explanation of the way that the relationship should be between a famous person and their fans versus like Mm -hmm. this weird like army that's like weaponized with like kind of hatred against their deemed pop stars enemies. Cardi's way of using social media has always been for like for fun, really. Yeah. It, It makes sense that she gets so upset by it because like that's not what she's ever used it for. She's always had so much fun on social media. It's like how she became famous, partly. Anyway. Let's move on to the real stuff. Yikes, 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 is over. I don't want to do that often. <laughs> no, that was too many yikeses. <sighs> I mean, arguably some of that stuff we shouldn't even really be talking about, but let's go. Yeah. Katie Edwards. Love her. Katie spelled K-A-Y-T-I. Let's not even <laughs> skim past that. 
Katie Edwards is the daughter of Jennifer Edwards. Jennifer Edwards is Julie Andrews' husband, Blake Edwards, daughter from his first marriage, which means that Katie Edwards is Julie Andrews' step-granddaughter. <laughs> no okay? blood. There's no blood there. There's no blood. There's Not no Not that DNA. blood matters all the time, but there's no blood there. This girl is the step-granddaughter of <laughs> Julie Andrews. Julie and, Andrews, star of The Sound of Music, Mary Poppins, wow, Princess Diaries 2. This. Queen of Genovia. Who, so Katie Edwards, out of, I think, nowhere. <laughs> no, fully nowhere. Out of nowhere. She says, nowhere. I came forward to get this ahead of the story. I don't think anyone was behind the story. No, this I is what she does. I posted a photo on Facebook of me and Dax from that night as a joke, she says. Katie decided, okay, so I think she posted the photo as a lol and then realized that it was going to get picked up and then was like, I'm selling it instead i don't i don't no. buy that for one second <laughs> what i said i think she's i think she, she always it. intended to just like sell the phone sell okay. the photo and then she had to create a fake narrative around it but you know that's me making i mean these photos Based are on incredible her, the precedent here is that she is like a serial this person you know katie says one of the reasons she is speaking out now is because she's gotten a bad rap for posting a facebook photo of her and dax last year it was a joke i don't even remember what the caption was i think it might have been a snide thing like i had him first kristen bell tabloids have painted me out to be this holly home wrecker my intention is not to stir up any problems in dax and kristen's marriage so can you explain what these these photos these photos are her in a photo booth at a what appears to be a glamour magazine party um, I'm trying to think of like what this particular brand of making out reminds me of. It's like that. It's not. Is it Apatowian? It's it's that like oh. raunchy movie thing where it's like the two hot people, the two hot people like Isla Fisher and like Owen Wilson or whatever, make out in a gross way as a joke where it's like we're hot but we're bad at kissing. It's like it's like a high school comedy and the two yeah, cheerleader like, and the cheerleader and the football player are like blah 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 blah. blah. It's, it, I mean, the sound of this makeout is blah 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 So it's a lot of these photos of them like doing blah 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 making out and she says that this makeout and subsequent hookups whatever you mean by hookups happened well into or not well into but a little bit into Dax Shepard's relationship with his current wife Kristen Bell. So she so, claims they're from 2000 so she claims she claims that those photos are from 2009, which is after he started dating Kristen Bell. And he claims they're he from, claims they're from 2005. From four before years before he started dating Kristen Bell when he was just a single dude. Which Honestly, is interesting because according to someone else, they met on Punked. So they met in 2005. So it would make more sense, sense that they made out like this sooner after they met. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is this this in and of itself is only sort of interesting that like this woman was like i had an affair with Dak shepherd here's the proof she sells her story to the daily mail it gets picked up by everyone it's very then, vintage tabloidy where yes. kind of a woman is like i had an affair with this Dax's- man and sells the photo and uh we grabbed the photos and he handed them to me and said i can't take these home you better hang on to them because Apparently, he had a girlfriend. Dax's response to this is so confident and comfortable and 
immediate. He says, hey, Daily Mail, that photo's 13 years old, not nine. Also, and then here's the interesting part, Katie has sold stories to tabloids about Matthew Perry, Jack Osborne, Kid Rock, and now me. I look forward to our next one. Fingers crossed it's about my number one, Brad Pitt. Okay, he didn't really need the pettiness at the end, but I guess he deserves it. He's allowed to after her making yeah. stuff up about him, it's or allegedly true. making stuff about him. Yeah. So this was on Instagram, by up. the way. Yes, you look this up, and Katie has, sure enough, done this with Matthew Perry, Jack Osborne, and Kid Rock, where it's like she sells tabloids photos of her with like men who are sort of uh, not struggling, but are embroiled in other drama. Where it's well, like, just funny because you you look up her and you're like, what has she done? And there's this radar online thing. It says, back in February, it was reported the Sound of Music star's granddaughter was involved in a different <laughs> love triangle. Reports su- surfaced claiming Kid Rock was allegedly having a decade-long affair with Katie at the time he was involved with fiance Audrey Berry. The 47-year-old rocker allegedly first met Katie not long after he divorced Pamela Anderson and started seeing Audrey. However, Katie's claiming that's not the case. So literally she did the exact same thing in terms of giving photos and saying dates that are people are claiming were wrong. Yeah. You know, like she'll say, hey, this photo is of me and XYZ in this year. And the person will be like, sure, that is a photo of us. But like that was in year whatever. That wasn't when this was happening. Yeah. Then while she did the same thing with Jack Osborne, his was less about like she, he was cheating on his current wife at the time with Katie, but more like right after he broke up with his the woman in his life, he started dating Katie. And so right. she got publicity over that. Right. The best thing about this is her Kid Rock story got the most traction. The Matthew Perry stuff was sort of dark. And I, yeah, I let's not. I don't like let's the Matthew not. Perry let's stuff. Not. The Kid Rock stuff, she actually landed an in touch cover, like on the. In okay, the, the she, right land, she landed a one eighth, one sixteenth of the in touch cover. And it's a photo of her hugging Kid Rock, and the caption is Kid Rock and Mistress. She doesn't even get a name. Kid Rock and Mistress, quote, they pray before making love. Incredible. Which is probably her emailing in touch and saying, we pray before we fuck. Um, anyway, we're probably going to be hearing from her in the future just because that's this is her job, right? Yeah, she's honestly kind of good at it. So, unless. Like, sorry, you guys are jealous that she's good at her job, okay? I do feel like Dax and. Kristen have uh, a lot of money and they might actually sue her for this if Dax is telling the truth. I don't want to fully I say that Dax is in the right here. I sense that he squashed it well enough and quick enough that they don't even need to do anything. But I think the rich people, they sue anyway, just because. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of money to sue. They seem like practical. They seem like practical people. More so than other famous people, I almost feel like they won't waste their time or money to sue mm-hmm. since it seems like he got out on the side of the public opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the photos are so funny because they're just so clear and so illustrative, but illustrative. Mm-hmm. But I think he's chewing gum in one of them. Mm-hmm. Mid makeout. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Okay. I like also like the Daily Mail referred to Kristen Bell as the voice of Princess Anna in Frozen. That's of like course. the R.I.P. singer. Although I guess that's her most that's her biggest thing. It kind of is her biggest thing, but it not. But for children, not but it's not children her face. aren't. But children aren't reading this article about Dax Shepard making out with <laughs> Julie Andrews granddaughter. Let's move on. Did you read this? No. Samuel L. Jackson thing? No. Basically, the To Kill a Mockingbird, the, the Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird finally premiered after all of this time. Mm-hmm. And he and got good reviews. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson and Uma Thurman were there and a drunk person went up to Samuel L. Jackson and Uma Thurman and was like, do the dance! Do the dance! What? From from Pulp Fiction when they like do their little... That's an incredible mix-up. Yeah. But I... I well, 
Page Six took this to mean they thought Samuel L. Jackson was John Travolta. I think they just thought all these people were in Pulp Fiction. Right, they were just like, do the dance. You both were in this. Uma does the dance in the movie. So right. I wait. Was this you? (laughs) What did you do? This do the dance. Do the dance. But I. It says Jackson said, I think you have me mixed up with someone else. I don't think this is a, a case of a mix-up. I think this is just someone being like, all of you were in Pulp Fiction, do the dance. No, no I one agree. Confused, I agree. No one confused Samuel L. Jackson for John Travolta. Because being this tipsy story. gets you to go up to them and say anything at all. It doesn't get you to, mm-hmm. you're not just like mixing up John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Do the dance. <laughs> do the dance. Do the dance. I know what it means. I know what it means. If I were with Uma Thurman not a celebrity, and someone said, do the dance, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh, this drunk person thinks I'm John Travolta. (laughs) I'd say, oh, this drunk person is talking to Uma Thurman. Anyway, that's my interpretation of this. It's just such a non-story. No one confused. The the way, I I didn't even do a good job of explaining this. The way that this story has been told is that it's it's like tipsy fan mistakes Samuel L. Jackson for John Travolta. That's not what happened. Well, I just love it says, but a spy said, undeterred, the fan continued to try and goad the pair into dancing before an onlooker firmly informed him, this is not that kind of party. There was no music (laughs) and no dance floor. Okay, I'm sorry. They do not need music and a dance floor to do the dance. Just do the dance. Do the dance. This is To Kill a Mockingbird. Do the dance. Honestly, we've just sat through Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird. The least you can do is the dance. All the way here to not see you do the dance. Lindsay, are you still wearing your Everlane coat? Of course you are. Is it still freezing in New York City? <laughs> I'll be here all winter wearing that Everlane coat. <laughs> I put the Who Weekly, did you say I put the Who Weekly pin on the Everlane yes, coat? Yes, it's I so love. cute. So all your little selfies have the Who Weekly pin on the Everlane coat. And they have the Everlane coat when I'm wearing my Everlane shirt underneath it and also my Everlane bag with oh, all my stuff God, in it. We are truly in too deep, aren't we? Everlane, as you know by now, they only make the premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups, and they tell you your real costs so you know you're never overpaying. They want you to know what you're paying for and why. They're radically transparent in every step of their process, from the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with, and because they sell directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. I feel like when people see me wearing Everlane, they're like, oh, your clothes look better, they cost less, and they last longer. (laughs) Their Renew line of coats are so warm and cozy. So warm. People compliment them. Not that you should care about what people think, but like people compliment them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who. Plus you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash who, W-H-O, everlane.com slash who. When I was home, my mom was like, oh, Bobby, I saw your toothbrush at Target. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, they sell quips at Target now. And I was like, oh, good for quip. Oh my God. She calls it my toothbrush. <laughs> Bobby's toothbrush. I love it. Everyone has quips now. They're buzzy. It's Bobby's spawn toothbrush. It's a very special I thing don't... for the finger fam. They're on everyone's list this year. Everyone's like holiday list. Um, and it's something they'll use twice every day, which is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, what do you use twice every day? What else do you use twice every day? There's not Literally many things. Literally just the toothbrush. Just the toothbrush. Just the toothbrush. Nothing brush. else. And it's perfect for everyone's mouth. The it gift this year is Quip, an electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. It has sensitive sonic vibrations. They're gentle on your sensitive gums, and they have a built-in timer that tells you when to switch sides. It makes holiday travels clean and easy with my favorite thing about it, like the cute little travel pack that helps you like keep... You love you, know, you, that. You like, stick the thing and the thing, and then you throw it in your you like toiletry kit. It's great. That. 
you don't need a clunky charger. You just like put a new battery in it. And if you have like the right tier of subscription plans, it comes with a AAA battery, which is very helpful. But one little AAA battery lasts for three months. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Quip. Lindsay loves Quip. Um, and they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price. And it starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash who right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your giftee that. They don't have to know that it was free, please. That's your first refill gift pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash who. Listen, guys, Malin Ackerman, in case you're wondering what is up with Malin Ackerman, she's floating. I hate this. I hate this. This is such a stupid non-story because I was like, oh, right, she married that guy who's in that BBC show. Because I remember we talked about him maybe and then cut it. His name is Jack Donnelly. We cut, talked He's about him and show. then cut it. He's in this show, Atlantis which was recently canceled, so it's not even a show anymore. He's eight years younger than she is, which is sort of like, ooh, yeah, like, get a girl, whatever, 40, 32, age-appropriate, whatever. Mm. Um, But now she's making the headlines this week because people have been asking her, like, oh, how are you feeling How's since married your wedding? life, Maylin? How's married life? How's married life at every event? How's married life? And her new line is, I'm still floating. Or, no, she said it once, and everyone has been aggregating this. It's Malin Ackerman is floating. So it sounds like she was found dead and people left her floating. Like they're like, oh, she's still floating. No one wants to go get her. Yeah, she was killed by a (gasps) murderous demonic clown, is what it sounds like. And she's just still out there floating and police won't go get her. Malin Ackerman will float too. Every. Still floating. If you Google Malin Ackerman right now, it's all about floating. Everything is about her floating. It's so weird. Malin Ackerman says she's still floating. Malin Ackerman, 40, still floating. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Lindsay Lindsay wrote, this reads like she's still floating in a pool somewhere after they got married. Right, like they took a dip and she's still out there floating. I just, it's so insane to me that, I mean, I understand why we would care about Malin Ackerman getting married, but just the aftermath. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry, do you? Because I don't. Okay, I also just feel like you need to say who Malin Ackerman is. Sorry. Who is she? She's the star of the comeback. She's the star of that movie Couples Retreat. She was one of the superheroes in Watchmen. She was in our show. Uh, she was in the show that we all watched that got canceled. We mentioned once that I think I got Trophy what? Wife. Oh. She was a Trophy Wife. Wait, I'm she sorry. She was the titular you Trophy Wife. You just said she was in the show that we mentioned once that I think I cut. In, like, in, <laughs> like, that would make either me or our audience know that. I do not know how. <laughs> She was the star of ABC's very underseen and underappreciated sitcom Trophy Wife, which lasted one season. I, know, I watched all of it. We love Trophy Wife, starring was, Kelsey Grammer, right? I don't think it was Kelsey Grammer. Who it was, was Malin Ackerman. Oh, the Bradley wives, Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Sorry, it was Malin Ackerman. It was Marsha Gay Harden. It was Michaela Watkins. It was Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Oh. Malin Ackerman, trophy wife, R.I.P. Now so, she's just float here floating. She, she's still floating. IMDb.com so, is just got her in floating 2019. Listen, she's in. It's her project. Upcoming projects floating. floating. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about Malin Ackerman. She's floating. Jack Donnelly, he was in the star. He was the star of this BBC show, which I guess was Do well we regarded. And then it got cut. He's floating. But the best, he's not floating. If he were floating, they would be talking about it. Okay. Okay, so I love that you put this here because Duh. on his IMDb bio it says uh, it, it tries to hi- it, it tries to make this guy seem 
so highbrow. And on paper, dude is highbrow. It says, he's a British stage and screen actor born on October 28th, 1985. He trained at London Central School of Speech and Drama. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He played Jason of the Argonauts in Atlantis. Um, he has brothers named Sam Harvey and Finn. Or is it Sam, comma, Harvey and Finn? But then it turns <laughs> out this guy is trying to hide um, the lowbrow part of his resume. Mm. Guess what? He starred in a Hallmark Channel original movie, A Royal Winter, mm-hmm. and he played a royal. That's right. Anyone with a British accent will do. <laughs> what is the plot of this uh, Hallmark movie? Let me tell you once I figure out. I think so it's, it's not out an yet. American, it's, it's, it's premiering an, in January. An American goes to a European nation in the winter and then falls in love with a prince in disguise, probably. Are you just guessing or do you want me to I'm tell I'm guessing you? based on the photo. Okay. Well, on a last minute European holiday, a young woman <laughs> finds herself in the middle of a real life fairy tale when a chance meeting with a handsome local leads to something more. However, things get complicated when she learns that this local is actually a prince <laughs> who is about to is. be crowned king and whose mother is dead set against her royal son's romance with a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-wee. Wait, that is a version of the of the monster-in-law that we have not seen on film where it's like, I I shan't have I shan't have you marry, marry a tourist. tourist. No son of mine will marry a tourist. Anyways, love this movie because this woman? the poster has nothing royal about it. No one is wearing a crown. There is no indication well, because of royalty. That's why she that's why she fell for him because she thought he was just some okay, normal but European. But see this stern looking woman in the background who's clearly the queen. She doesn't look like a queen. <laughs> she just looks like a bad woman. She looks like Frances Fisher. She does, but Frances Fisher is not in this movie. Her name is like oh. Samantha something. Frances Fisher needs to be in, in Hallmark movies. She does. She could be Please. a stern grandmother all the way to the bank. I'd say, oh, how the mighty have fallen, but I'm pretty sure he's floating, so he doesn't fall at all. <laughs> he just sinks. Oh, how the mighty float. How <laughs> the mighty have floated. All right, so... Someone please go pick up Malin and Jack. They are floating. They are floating. Next, please. Something darker than the darkest. I'm just imagining going to Malin and Jack's house for dinner. And it's like, where are they? And it's like, they're just floating in the backyard. Yeah, they're floating. Didn't you read the tabloids? They've been floating for weeks now since their marriage. What is that? A Mary Poppins thing where it's like when they laugh, they float. Okay. Uh. Move on. Papoose. Papoose. So Remy and Remy Ma had her first child with We've talked Papoose. about Remy plenty of times on the show. Remy uh, was the one who was feuding with Nicki Minaj. Looks like somebody Remember won. Sheether? Yes. I, how could I forget? Jealous, but she was happy when they took me. Best thing ever happened to you was when they booked me. Remy moved to, I think, North Carolina to like open a, a clothing store. Mm-hmm. She left New York because um, she was in jail and that was a whole thing. And then she, she was on. She moved. was on uh, Love and Hip Hop New York for a while. She after was, she got and out of jail. so was Papoose. Papoose yeah. is like I'm not gonna claim to know a lot about Papoose, but he definitely is like kind of a joke within like rap a little bit. I mean, he like got in a fight with Kendrick Lamar over something, and then released like a freestyle that was like very bad. Really and bad. Made fun of him. Far from the king. This is the city of BDP. You'll never be a real West Coast artist like Easy E. You're a fucking joke. We laugh at you like he he he. Y'all probably stick. My favorite thing about Papoose and Remy is that they got married in jail, but then 
like they got married a few times, like before, middle, after jail. <laughs> they and got married. They got married sort of in jail, but then it didn't work. Well, because it says the wedding was called off for one day to- after he allegedly attempted to smuggle a key into the jail on their wedding day in May 2008. After the incident, Papoose married Ma the next day inside the courtroom right before sentencing and was barred for visiting her for six months because he had mm-hmm. tried to sneak in a universal a universal handcuff, handcuff key. key, which uh-huh. is like where he like he just went and got, went to the store and got the also, handcuff key. What are you going to do with the What are you going to do with the handcuff key in jail? Like you you're still what? in prison, and also they're going to notice that your handcuffs are off. It's very romantic and it's very thoughtful. I gotta say, I watched the Wendy. I told you I watched the Wendy, the recent like September or October uh, Wendy appearance of Remy and Papoose, and he talked about how he visited Remy every single day in jail the first year she was. I there. believe that. Um, but then they tried to get married and then it, he, he fucked it up. So what's they their, recently did they name, ha- did they release the name of their kid yet? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Um, yeah. so they recently, Remy got pregnant via IVF. They have kids together or, um, no, they have kids separately. They have kids separately, but they like, they co-parent kids, but this is their first child together and they needed to have IVF for it. She did two rounds of it. She said it was so expensive. Oh my God. Yeah, that was like a whole thing. They had a they did a three episode reality show called Meet the Mackies that was like a love and hip hop spinoff essentially. That didn't really last. It well, was, was only it was pre- I think it was only supposed to be three episodes. The ratings were pretty good, all things considered. I looked at them. They were oh, like, it was like a point nine, which is like pretty good for VH1. Yeah. Um anyway, uh the best thing about this story though is that he recently made a song out of his out of her sonogram with the baby's heartbeat and the song is as bad as that sounds and it's called the golden child and there's a line about like i can't wait to strap you in the car seat what's the line it's like i love you so much i can't wait to strap you in the car seat it's not a great song i can't wait to i can't wait to feed you milk i heard your heartbeat i heard your heartbeat i cannot wait to strap you down in that car seat i heard your heartbeat i heard your heartbeat i can't wait to make your bottle one you also, strap you down is like aggressive language. So it's like, I can't wait to yeah. strap you down into that car Rhyming seat. Rhyming heartbeat, heartbeat with car seat is also kind of smart, but like doesn't need to ever happen again unless it's about a baby. Like that's mm-hmm. like a once in a lifetime rhyme right there. It's nice though if you read the comments, people are genuinely happy for them. I think mm-hmm. the song is silly, but people are genuinely like, you worked for this. You, you know, we waited a long time. You had some tough times with it. I think they had a few miscarriages. Like they were like, it was a tough thing for them. No, pregnancy to... was really hard. She talked yeah. about it on Wendy. She was like, she was like, I. it's so frustrating that like it let for some women, they can just like yeah. getting pregnant could be an accident. But for me, like you have to like spend all this time and like money to get pregnant, blah, 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 blah. So like it was a big journey for her. I feel like as far as the relationship ruining thing with reality, we did three seasons of Love and Hip Hop and we're perfectly fine. I feel like when you have a solid foundation, okay. things that come, the, the, well, well, you know, <laughs> we have a solid foundation. Okay. We've been, and we've been tested. We've been separated by years, by barbed wires, by mouths, by trees, by uh-huh. tables where we couldn't even touch each other and we've been fine. January Jones, old boyfriend, <laughs> Sorry, I, her old boyfriend, <laughs> her former boyfriend, or okay, I'll keep Old going. boyfriend, but former January boyfriend. Jenny Jones' means- old boyfriend made a necklace out of her dog's baby teeth. I'm so confused. Her ex-boyfriend? Her ex-boyfriend. In, in the story, they're asking her about her dating. They're asking her, uh, it's like the holidays, and they're asking her about, like, what's the best gift you've ever gotten? Like, this what are you going to give people this year? This is also categorized celebrity fashion. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't even notice that. Okay. In the story, they're asking her about like the best gift she's ever gotten, the worst gift she's ever gotten. And she says, when they ask her about the worst gift she ever gotten, she says, I had a boyfriend giving my dead dog's baby teeth made into a necklace, which was sweet in theory, but really morbid, and I would never wear it. I still have them, but they're like his little baby teeth set in a chain, and it was a little off, she revealed. So here's my question about this. Where did he get the baby teeth? January Jones must have kept the baby teeth, which yes. is creepy in its own right. Keeping so your he dog's baby the... teeth is really... Uh, I didn't even know I've dogs never heard had of this. baby yeah, teeth. Yeah, I've never heard of this. It's one thing to keep your kid's teeth, which I think is also a little bit like... A little creepy. I get it, but a little bit weird. It's weird. It's <sighs> weird on both counts. We never really talk about January Jones, but she's a good source of like weird celebrity stuff because she's a funny celebrity, so she like is always kind of like doing funny stuff. She's doing funny things. And also I think she's, um, she also uh, has got a mystery. She like, she's, she has a mystery. She loves her mystery. We love a mystery. I, you know, I like to make assumptions on, on, on the psyches of celebrities, but I feel like January Jones is fun because she was on this huge show, which means she was on this huge show for a long time. Mad Men. Which means, she never has to worry about money, right? Like, she she probably never has to worry about money if she's responsible with her finances, right? So she doesn't really act much anymore. And well, I, she was on The Last Man on Earth, that really funny Will Forte show. But, like, briefly. No, she was on it for the full thing. I just think that she's, like... She was really good. She's having the time of her life, you know? Like, she's she is in a position to just, like, do what she wants yeah. to do. She has a freak flag that she flies proudly. She feels like one of those actresses, too, who's, like, friends with a lot of other... Like, they mm-hmm. think that she's really cool and she is definitely, like, down and gets invited to a lot of stuff from my kind of what I see on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. And I and I think that I guess the, the way what I'm trying to say that I that I went in a roundabout way of saying is that yes. like she's one of those she's one of those actors who seems like very, very comfortable with their place in Hollywood. And there's never there doesn't appear to be like a thirst in her where yes. she's like, I wish I were more famous. I wish yes. I were in bigger roles. She seems very content with where she is. Her and attitude I think that makes is very, it does it's not cringeworthy. She feels. Yeah. And it makes yeah. you, it makes you very charming. Um, yeah. As yes. a result of that, where you're like fully comfortable. I mean, obviously the coolest vibe is like the not caring vibe. There's nothing cooler than not caring. So, you know, she's the ultimate and almost kind of like it seems like she doesn't care as much as. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, unfortunately, when you try hard, you give off like this kind of two extra vibe. There's a way she doesn't seem exhaust. She's not exhausting in the way that a lot of people in her position are exhausting. Let's move on. Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber do not have lice. Do not believe the fake news. Do not they don't believe have lice. this. This fake Pop Crave account. First of all, I love that Pop Crave is like, everyone's like, this fake Pop Crave. Like, Pop Crave <laughs> is big enough to have a fake. So, Pop Crave is this Twitter that tweets stuff, I guess. And this is a fake Pop Crave account that is stained snake, but they they say that they're Pop Crave. They are mm-hmm. not Pop Crave. They wrote, Haley Baldwin reveals that her and her hubby, Justin Bieber, both have lice at the moment. This is like, if you're going to make something up, I, I can't imagine a better, like, thing to make up. Quote, most people find it gross, but I think it's romantic that we have it at the same time. Haley Nothing's Bieber, ever seemed more true Instagram than that. Stories. I've never believed anything more instantly. I was like, oh, she probably did do that and then deleted the Instagrams because <laughs> she was embarrassed. That's why there's no evidence. But then I was yeah. really looking because I was like, somebody must have screenshotted these if because they're so funny. You know, I would have screenshotted Everything them. Everything gets screenshotted, you know. 
And then I found, I, you know, I was looking on Twitter and I found, if uh, this is a different Twitter account, if you're having a bad day, smile if you weren't dumb as hell enough to fall <laughs> for a false viral claim that Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber have lice, which was maliciously tweeted by a troll Selena Gomez stan because apparently two newlyweds aren't being bullied quite enough for some. I love this. I mean, I know it's bullying, but like saying someone has lice is like, come on, that's like rung one of the bullying ladder. Where can do that? If we can't tell any, if we can't spread rumors about our friends having lice, what can we do? I don't even call, I don't even think this is bullying. I would love to say, tell people I you have lice. I plan to bullying. do that one day. Be like, Bobby and Josh got lice. <laughs> oh, he can't come. He didn't come to the party because he has lice. Yeah. God. <laughs> Start that rumor. I'm going to. Next time I can't come to the... Next time I don't come to a party, say that it's because I... I'm going to. Lies. It's happened a few times and people ask and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, probably did fell people ask on Friday when I didn't go to the party? Yeah, they're like, where's... Yeah, Marion did. I did see her. I, I saw her on Sunday and I was like, I couldn't come to the party. I had lice. <laughs> <laughs> I had lice. I had lice. God, there's truly nothing more me than not coming to the party, but... Maybe not coming to the party because I had lice as the new. Well, I'm just gonna start thing. saying that because at least it's funny. I don't have to be, have some like sad answer. It's like, yeah, oh, I thought lice. he was. Coming. I'm gonna come to the next party. You're he not said gonna he was position. coming. I guess you're not he gonna didn't be in come. the position to even say that ever again. Wow. Okay? Now, I'm never now not come I'm to the party. coming to the party. Here I come. To... Now oh, you're gonna God. do this thing where you over come to the party where it's gonna be like five, four, three, I'm two, here. one. I'm gonna get like a thirty minute countdown, a fifteen minute countdown, like it's five minutes from the party. I like timing. Everyone knows I like having a time. No, you came to the party yesterday. I came to the party yesterday and I stayed at the party. No, do you want like a, a reward for that? Do you want to <sighs> print out? Honestly, I do. I would love a certificate. Uh, it was a fun party, this, so this, whatever. This is to certify that Bobby Finger came and stayed, came to the party and stayed at the party. Anyways, next time you don't come to the party, you definitely have lice. It's and you guys should lice. say this about your friends and family because I honestly... I do not want this to be considered bullying. Saying someone has lice is funny, and I do not want to be called a bully for saying that my friends have lice when they can't come to the party. Also, if you watch Schitt's Creek, you know that lice are only attracted, are most attracted to clean scalps. Yes, if you watch It has Schitt's nothing Creek. to do with cleanliness. By the way, I watched all of Schitt's Creek. Did you love it? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Oh, it's so sweet. It was it's such cute. a sweet show. It was cute. It definitely Ugh. like took a premise and stretched it. I'm very it's very impressive how long it stretched the Oh premise. yeah. And like and none of it and none of it makes any sense. But I think but that's it's what's sweet. really it's cute. Sweet. Black China's this is really, really funny that Black China's cosmetics line lashed, which um <laughs> remember when we had to talk about Black China all the time and we had to be like, you know, she started lashed as if lashed mattered. <laughs> Um, I I miss those days. I know, like I'm begging to talk about Black China. We just so, had a whole segment about like the ex- most extreme darkness. I'm like Black China. Like where is she? She's. I mean, that's darkness. I can't even think. I. But whatever. It's true. So though, I lashed, mean, she was least, she was just in court, kind of suing the Kardashians for defamation. I wonder if she won that. She got pretty far. This is a classic like tabloid bait and switch where they make something sound so much more dramatic oh, than it actually God. is. Oh my God, it's so. So funny. you think you think like oh Black China is like bread and butter has been shut down because she didn't pay taxes or something her 
uh, it was suspended by the Franchise Tax Board on November 1st, 2018, blah, 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 blah. The Blast can confirm that Lash LLC was suspended by the Franchise Tax Board on November 1st, 2018. Uh, While a California-based business can be suspended by either the Secretary of State's office or the FTB for a handful of different reasons, a spokesperson says they suspended Lash for its failure to file a tax return. Yeah, you got to file your tax return. Mm -hmm. But then later down, blah, 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 blah. I mean, they were like, oh, and there's a penalty. Then they're like, Rob Kardashian, she's done this, she's done that. And then it says, the suspension does not seem to have much of an effect on China's business operations. What? I thought that was like your whole point. Because Lash customers are still able to make purchases online. So who cares? So it's just her fucking brick and mortar in like Alhambra or whatever. She has like one, yeah. Everyone buys everything Sorry, it's in Encino. Sorry to Alhambra. It's in Encino. I, I don't know what that means. It's I was just those are LA, those are Los Angeles slash California references for you. Ugh. I mean, um, I've seen Encino Man, so I guess I should have known that was a neighborhood. <laughs> Factoring in some other eyebrow raising issues, that's funny, good it lashed, including a disconnected phone number, disabled appointment page, and the fact that it's marked close. So somebody went to Lash and Encino and took photos through the window of the inside of Lash, which is closed. It's all selling online. It's fine. Right. And they're going to pay their taxes and maybe reopen, I guess. But then, of course, they connect this because I guess Kylie Jenner, she um, trademarked Kylash, <laughs> which honestly sounds like a, something you put on your lashes to make them grow. But then if you get in your eyeballs, your eyeballs pop out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like what Latisse, Kylash. Remember yes. Latisse? Remember it was like Brooke Shields selling Latisse and everyone was like, uh, don't use Latisse because like it makes your eyes like stick together and never open again. So what is Rita Ora up to? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? It's time to review two more tracks on Rita's Phoenix. Um, God, Rita, has it two been by two, just that, two. Rita, it feels like the album just came out, and before that, it never existed. So it's wild that we're now so many tracks in. It's crazy that we're doing this. So today it's First Time High, which we have not discussed before. It's brand new on the album. And For You, which we have discussed because it's a year old. It's um, literally the song from first <laughs> from, 50 from 50 Shades, Shades Freed. Uh. First Time High is very... Um, uh, was was constructed in a lab by the uh, scientists responsible for Camilla Cabello and uh, Dula Peep. And the separation of Fifth Harmony like yes. as a whole. Also, they're responsible for like maybe many of the medications that you now take and um, <laughs> everything that Poppy has ever done or said, as well as Britney Spears's entire Haley career Steinfeld. since 2008 or something. So, uh, But fortunately, those scientists are great at their job. So I mean, <laughs> this, there's a reason they have been doing so song, much good work. This song is uh, definitely an earworm. It's good. I don't remember any of the lyrics. There's a lot of like, na, 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 because like, na, na, na is very trendy these days. Who needs lyrics when you could say na 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 or just go ooh? So first time I really like it's good. It, there's a very <laughs> anyways the, I love bum, it. Bum, the 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 strings that we were talking about before this the the like bum 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 
feels a little dated. That's a little, that's like a 2010 sound effect. That's an old. They're very, it's very um, five degrees lower than Clean Bandit, who she works with too. Like the, yes. those like kind mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. fake strings that you would throw, that a producer would throw on something, like very not thoughtfully. Yes. Next up we have For You, a Liam Payne song featuring Rita Ora originally, but now it is back to its rightful owner, Rita Ora it's featuring so Liam Payne. It's so true. Like, it's, it was he, never did, a Liam Payne Did they song. file for like partial custody? Like he got it first, then she got it? Was it like when when oh, uh, God, Teresa went to jail before Joe? Like I'm so yes, curious yes. about what what were the rules in terms of this song, you know? So this was never a Liam Payne song. He was he's so distant in this he barely registers. He's not he's not interesting in this track. He doesn't sound interested. I must say this song rules. I still love this song. I think it's I great. hear it a lot. They play it a lot. Like on yeah, the radio I, or like you'll be in a Dwayne Reed and you're like, wow. It's the Fifty Shades effect. Those songs were big. It's one of my favorite Rita Ora songs. Honestly, it really is. I think it's one wonderful. of your favorite Rita Ora songs yeah. is a song from the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like Rita Ora. Like, what are her songs? And that would have to be your answer because that is how true that is sometimes of her. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, the song she contributed to the to the because everyone loved the Fifty Shades soundtrack, the first one. But no, you're talking about the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack, the third one. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly among the top five. Okay. This is the best headline. This is the first headline ever from the Econo Econo Times, which I don't even know what that is, but the Econo Times did finally, (laughs) this is like the Who Weekly Times if we were to have a newspaper, but we wouldn't because print is dead. Ready? Aloha star feuding with Rita Ora over amazing Spider-Man actor. Did Rita Ora just get a name drop and two A-listers did not get the name drop? (laughs) Imagine identifying Emma Stone as Aloha Star. That's so rude. It's so rude. Aloha Star feuding with Rita Ora over Amazing Spider-Man actor. If I was to make a cut, though, I would I would replace Amazing Spider-Man with like... Oh, how about Never Let Me Go actor? That's funny. Yeah. Then you actually try and read this article. It's insane. <laughs> because it says Emma still cares about him. She's just looking out for him. As, uh, as, uh, as, but that's like, this is not true. As a... As is often the case when it comes to Emma Stone, Andrew Garfield reports that of other celebrities, however, this is simply not This was true. like in another language and then translated yes. to English. This when, is not, this is a nightmare to read. While the former couple is still on friendly terms with each other, a source close to the actress says that what the report is saying is simply not true. So it's great because we have one source denying another source. So we have two non-reliable anonymous sources fighting with each other about <laughs> the Aloha star and the Amazing Spider-Man star. I'm sorry, this final sentence, there is absolutely nothing going on between them touching on the intimate and the actor is free to date whoever he likes. <laughs> what? But this um, is how I feel when I read anything that's like about these three. It is like it's in a different language. Rita Ora wore a newspaper dress, as just Jared says, just like Carrie Bradshaw, which is fair, which is true. She wore a newspaper dress just like Carrie Bradshaw. Hasn't she worn a newspaper dress before? I swear to God, she's worn a newspaper dress before. If you're right, that's like, a, that's like we need to have you committed. Is that it for Rita? Yes, that's it for Rita. Thank you to everyone for listening to us. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please support us on Patreon.com slash Weekly. Patreon, the Patreon. There's a newsletter every week and also a new episode every other week. Plus so many more fun little things. Um... What else? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Buy tickets to our live show, whoweekly.us. We just got the first round of illustrations for our new merch. It's going to be amazing. Oh it's my God, our merch sold. is going to be so good. It'll be sold online it's and at the tour. Online and the tour. And then uh, there's a tour exclusive item. We're not going to reveal that yet, but there's one item that you can only buy on the tour. And I think with that, we're done. We will see you on Friday with the Who's There app. Call us at 619-Who's There. 
uh, sorry, call us at 619-WHO-THEM to leave a question or a comment, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Famous.